Hey, everybody, Matt and Brian Atwood coming back at you here at the Ridley Brothers. Hey, hey. And uh, hey, what a beautiful day it was today, huh? Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. It was like we had those couple <laughs> days of we wanted to die. It was 20 some degrees, which, you know, my wife was like, oh, my gosh, it's like winter. I'm like, mm, you say that until it's like 50 below and then you really know what winter is. But anyway, we had like. It was like almost 65 or something today. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, great. This is what I, fall should be. It Absolutely. It's gorgeous out. <laughs> um, looks nice. I honestly didn't really go outside, so it oh. looked like it felt great. You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. All right. Well, uh, you know, let's just let's just jump right in. We've got uh, we've got a couple things to to go over today, and I've got some new headlines for you that are going to be so fun. Um, and uh, but I think we should just start with sponsored, not sponsored. Last week I threw you right into it and made you go first, so it's I'll true. go first this time. Okay. Um, if... Even though this time I'm prepared, I didn't even know last time, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> If you uh, are listening to our podcast uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts or or, uh, Spotify or all those things, then uh, this is like a, hopefully a normal podcast for you. If you're watching the video through our uh, Facebook channel, YouTube channel, um, you're probably going, where is Matt's microphone? Uh, Well, uh, my sponsored, not sponsored, maybe. I don't know. I haven't heard the recording yet. Is brought to you by the Apple AirPod Pro Maxes on my head because <laughs> um, you sound great. You sound great in my ears, but I have no idea what my voice is going to sound like. If it turns out great, hey, you're sponsoring my life uh, because my board broke literally minutes before. Well, it probably broke before. I just didn't notice it until uh, minutes before we were supposed to start recording here today so that's awesome uh so i'm not recording from my very nice uh sure podcasting microphone i'm recording tonight from my apple airpod pro maxes and of course apple sponsors everything in my life that's that's very true (laughs) it doesn't sound it doesn't sound terrible um it's different it's different yeah little little echoey but that could also just be the room i don't know maybe i am at home that's different. Mm-hmm. It's a different room, different mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. All right, what you got for us? Uh, I'm going to be uh, less comical this time, and uh, <laughs> my my uh, sponsored, not sponsored, that uh, really wouldn't sponsor us, I guess, but I'm really excited to sponsor them, is uh, uh, I'm, I've accepted a challenge with the Wounded Warrior Project coming up. So mm. Wounded Warrior Project does a ton of awesome things for veterans, um, and you know, at, as a veteran, I'd love to reach out to different groups and do things, and they... Uh, posted a challenge literally yesterday, or at least that's when it showed up on my feed um, on Facebook. And convenient for them, it was the end of the day and I had had a, had a glass of wine or two. So I was feeling all nice. high and mighty. And uh, so like, what is this? 830 burpees in November, piece of cake. Uh, I was eating a piece of cake too, so I'm yeah, a little yeah. nervous <laughs> about this. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I'm really excited to, to join that challenge. Um, um, uh, both, uh, two, I've had two sponsors for it already and a couple people donate. So both, um, um, uh, toppers pizza and Blaine and Atwood mortgage have, have generously offered to, wow. to match donations. I know, right. There's, that's just, wow. I don't, I've got to write them a card or something. You're so um, good at this. But I'm really excited. So <laughs> you're right. Um, no, so month of November, 830 burpees in the month. Uh, so I'm going to break it down. It's still a lot a day and, uh, I'm going to travel around. And if you're an agent listening to this, essentially 21 agent, and you want to, uh, also hum- humiliate yourself, I would love to come visit with you and we could do it on video together and, and probably nothing good will come from it other than we'll raise money. And that's, that's fantastic. So that. I'm really excited awesome. about this. Um, it was, it was funny. I made a little video about it today. Um, just a little intro, like, Hey, I'm doing 
doing this. And uh, literally while I'm editing the video, my, my Chinese food showed up for lunch. And I'm like, oh, this isn't going to go well. This is not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> you should have like, like, been trouble. recording it's the been video a when your Chinese showed up. And be like, oh, yeah, yeah oh, right. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally handle that. Goodness. Uh, so, yeah, Wounded Warrior Project, uh, awesome fundraiser. And um, so they're probably not going to sponsor us, but I'm excited to sponsor them. So that's what got me kind of excited last night and a little bit regretful this morning, but then excited again. Yeah. I have not done that many burpees total in my lifetime. Yeah. I had a couple I, people reach out and say, that's so yeah. great. What's a burpee? And <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's not fun. Um, yeah. You get really dizzy. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't I know if I've ever like done. I never did that. Up. I never did that many in the military. Like, yeah, I, like even the daily breakdown. It never. So I don't yeah. know, but plenty of people. Like they've got hundreds, maybe probably thousands of people signed up. So burpees around the country. I love it. And you were saying something. You were you were um, going to potentially like with our brother Drew or. Uh, anybody, I guess, do a joint video where you both do some burpees together each day or something. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So, um, like I said, I'm gonna I want to travel around a little bit because you know, 30 days of videos of me at home would would probably not be that exciting. Yeah. So, I'd love to get other people involved. Uh, Drew has has agreed. Um, I'll make sure he remembers. Um, that because uh, <laughs> make sure he doesn't back out of it. But yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll go down to uh, to to Drew's office in Rochester and. Uh, we'll do a little video together. I don't know how many we'll do. I think I might leave that up to whoever we're visiting. I have to do like 28 a day uh, for the month, wow. but I don't want to, you know, say like, hey, somebody that definitely can't do 28 burpees, do them. Um, so when I do some with Drew, uh, I, think I, I think I roped Michael into it too. Um, so then that leaves you. Well, so Michael does just, like 800 uh, a day. So I know. That's I know. just not even fair. Yeah, <laughs> he can do mine. I have to just yeah. share uh, my vision, which I texted you when you told me about this. I yeah, have to right. share to everybody. <laughs> so yeah, you should totally do a video with you and our brother Drew doing burpees, and then you know a couple days later, you and our brother Michael doing burpees, and then the one for me and you um, will be like, all right, ready, set, go, and you just drop to the floor, and I crack open a beer and start chugging, and. You look at me like, what in the world? And I look down at you like, <laughs> what in the world? And I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like, burpees. And you're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, burpees? And then I belch. And it's that's what yeah. I thought the burpees were. You know, you Beautiful. get a case of the burpees, you know. That should that should be a commercial. When you chug that's, beer. Get a case of the burpees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping a few other people, because I'll definitely do them like at the mortgage office and, and at um, – I'll do them in toppers and hopefully get a few team members to jump on board and, you know, maybe visit a couple veteran parks or something. Um, I even thought of trying to go to like the gates at Fort Snelling and see if they would like join and let me record them or something. I don't know if they will, but worth a shot. Sounds fun. Remind me to tell you about the time where I uh, photographed the gates at Annapolis <laughs> and they chased uh -huh. me. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Heavily armed guards yelling at you. That that's so that's like not intimidating at all. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Anyway. Um well, anyway. awesome. So that's super cool. I'm I'm super uh impressed yeah, thank that you're you. gonna be doing that. And you know, when you break it down like, oh, I only have to do twenty eight a day, that sounds like super achievable. I think so. Yeah. And not like all at once, especially if you did, you know, like a few times a day, but then that's just that too. It's like oh every day. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Ten in the morning, eight for lunch, ten at night. Mm. Yeah. Sounds delicious. There's always those gung-ho people, too, that are, like, posting in the challenge group. They're like, you know what? I'm going to do a hundred a day. I'm like, you know, we don't need this. Why? I, I don't need that negativity. <laughs> I don't that's know awesome. why. It's uh, awesome. I, All it's right. It's also, Moving like, on. Uh, people who run marathons <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, what? Is something chasing you? What's it's... going on? Makes no right. sense to me. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this is why we invented cars. Um, right. yeah, so we, uh, we've got a couple of fun things to, to do in today's episode, but I think you told me you might have a real estate horror story. Oh boy. I, I've been questioning if I should talk about this all day. Okay. Is it, is it bad? It's, it's 
Okay, do are, are we going to do this right now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel we might as well just dive right in because let's just let's just do it. And 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 here, hopefully, no one's watching the video because I have to use my phone. But we get a little intro. Oh, I think there's like word scary in there too. <laughs> yeah. By the way, because my board Mark. is broken, Brian has pulled up our old podcast to play. Okay, that yeah, that's good. I like it. Yeah. Long story. Okay. So, all right. Real estate horror stories. I, I, I this one's this one kind of kept me up at night because I had forgotten about it. It's uh, just one of those that you can, uh, you know, I, I forgot about it, but it was still there. You know, it's a kind of haunted you. The what if every time you go into a house and you know, I had to rely on, on my wife here for some help because you know, I, I honestly, I have, I didn't do a ton of showings as a realtor. Yeah. Um, I preferred working on with, with investors and working on income analyses and such. And so my horror story would be something lame. Like, Oh, I checked out a property and it had a negative cap rate. Ah, um, <laughs> that, that's about all yeah. I got. Yeah. <laughs> that's about all I got. Um, or maybe like, uh, the other, couple weeks ago when I had to go prep uh, our, our Minneapolis house for a listing mm. and had to remove all the spider webs in the basement that I'm pretty sure were original to the house a hundred years ago. Horrific to me. They was, yeah. yeah, they, they, they uh, broke the broom as I was trying to, like, oh goodness. Yeah. So anyway, I, I reached out to, uh, I was talking with my wife. I say I reached out, like I always turned my I head and say, hey, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just tapped her right next to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I said, hey, we're going to do this horror story and what do you got? And immediately she's like, oh, you mean the horror story? I'm like, oh my goodness. Here we go. So okay, anyway. Before you, before you go, am I going to get scared? Because let me, let me, let I don't me, think so. The, the reason I'm asking is because I've it's heard, just I've now heard... dawning on me that there's a mm-hmm. I, we're on video here, right? There's a dark hallway uh-huh. right behind you, and there's a dark window <laughs> right behind me, and I'm uh-huh. gonna get I'm gonna see something, and it's gonna freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could coordinate that, like yeah. Charlie put on her her oh Halloween costume, yeah, which is adorable, by the way, not scary, right. but anyway. Oh no, a princess. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, so much more. A unicorn fairy princess. Ah, uh, yes. All of them. Just, yeah. Yep. Me too. All right. So let's do this. Um, I apologize, everyone. Um, let me uh, give a word of caution here. This story is is not for children. Okay. Um, and uh, it may make you question your future in this business. I, it certainly did mine. Oh, gosh. Um, so it's not what you're thinking, but it's it's worse. But okay. I'm sorry. I think some some stories need to be told. I almost came up with a different one. I said, nope, we're going to do this. So anyway. Okay. So my wife is showing a client a home, right? Um, simple, basic, not like one of, you know, it's not this old, creepy, haunted house. It's just a simple split level up here in the metro uh, in or around Blaine where we are. And yeah, same client. She's shown a bunch of houses too and decided like, oh, you want to see this one? Here it is. So simple little split level. Um, they go in, they check it out go upstairs, you know, dated, nothing notable, basic, but but fine, you know, the, the same old split level that you'd see everywhere, okay? Okay. Well, then they go to the lower level, and the lower level was mostly unfinished. Pretty dark, a little grungy, so they start a little bit of work, never finished it, um, kind of damp, as, as a lot of Minnesota basements are, just, just a, little, a little gross, okay? Well... They go down the stairs, you know, you always have the living area right there, and then across the living area was a door that um, were likely leading to another bedroom, It had it been finished, okay? Okay. So they go across, and uh, like, oh, okay, so yeah, you could finish the basement, you could all yada yada, maybe a bathroom over there, let's go check out this room. And she goes to open the door, and it's stuck. Um, it's not locked, but like, it's just kind of stuck it's not opening you have to work it a little bit force it almost like something was blocking it well she actually has a client kind of force it open um and i don't know if it was hanging wrong or if there was actually something in the way but yeah he kind of like just nudges and forces it open um it's just weird obviously people are going to want to see every room right i'm so uncomfortable right now can you see my face (laughs) i'm like I'm so, okay. All right. We're not even there. We're not even okay, there. Keep going. So, keep going. So he pushes the door open, 
Um, and the room is basically empty. Again, unfinished, a little bit of framing. Room's basically empty, except for something pretty large sitting in the middle of the room. Nope. Like, <laughs> um, and this something large was covered with a tarp in the middle of the room. Nothing around it, nothing else in there. It just has a tarp over it. So Aaron goes to walk around it and notices it's a TV. All right, just just a TV, but it's covered in a tarp, which is really weird. Just, but just on the backside, the TV the TV screen was facing away from the door, with a tarp over it. No chair, no couch, no living area. Okay. Just this TV there, like the old, uh, big giant, you know, box big screen TVs sure. that sat on the floor and everything. Yeah. Well, there's no lights in here either. Trying to turn on the lights, and so that doesn't work. Um, the only light is coming from the window down there, and so kind of open the blinds and uh, turn on a flashlight too to get some extra light and then walked up a little bit closer to this TV. And it wasn't until she was up close and had lights on it with proper lighting and, and the flashlight and everything that she could see that the TV screen was absolutely covered in something really gross. And she ran out of the house. And I don't want to give any oh more detail gosh. than that. Oh my gosh. It, I'll just say for listeners, it was, because I'm not going to say, uh, it was yeah. an entertainment room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. that loud and clear. Absolutely disgusting. She oh. literally ran out of the house. <laughs> uh. And, you know, you say there's a lot of different ways to be uh, to be horrified and have horror stories. Uh I can tell you after, you know, she just had her 10 years in real estate, that is the most horrific thing she has ever seen. Um, if you are listening with your children, um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, Ugh. you know, unfortunately, not a TV, but I've, I've also encountered something similar in property management. It's what I don't I understand imagine what, what people... is wrong with people. Uh, yeah. Like, and then and then you're listing your house. Like you know, people are coming in. Right, right. Yeah. What? That's. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would have run yep. out of there so fast. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's disgusting. Um, it is. And and she's still in the real estate business. Like it wasn't she enough is. to get her to just quit. That's, no, but there's certainly houses sometimes that she doesn't go into anymore. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of that, but she's certainly gotten to that point in her career to say like, oh, well, go check out those rooms. I'm just going to stay up front. <laughs> there was, oh my gosh, let me tell you about, I, I, we used to manage this old house. It was gorgeous. It was a beautiful, very ornate, old Victorian home. Um, and it had a basement, but it was, you had to go through like from the outside to come down like you couldn't access the basement from inside the home um so but it wasn't like one of those old like cellar like things on the floor where you lift up two big doors it, it had a door but it was on the outside of the house anyway it was weird um i loved managing the property it was it was such a cool property um but when you opened the door to go to the basement you could still see the door just in spider webs Right, like they oh, were so gross. tightly packed, like just packed. Uh, so there were some just massive, unbelievably disgusting spiders there. So anyway, um, it it didn't come up for lease very often, but when it did, I I would set up a showing and I'd be freaked out. Like I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Oh, I forgot to mention, the house had been broken up into uh, five different apartments it was a huge huge sure. mansion of my house yep. broken up into five and they kept the key box in the basement so we didn't have keys for all the apartments the key box for each of the apartments was down in the basement so if i had a showing i would show up to the property and and then call one of our maintenance guys and be like oh shoot i forgot my key to get into the basement can you come help Oh my goodness. <laughs> because I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And they're like, this happens to you all the time. And I'm like, I know I'm silly. Right. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so yeah, I went down there one time and that was, yeah. Anyway, some really gross stuff just all around. And all around, again, if you have kids, all around. we're only talking about spider webs here. That's all we're yep. talking about. Just yep. Gross, everywhere. gross spider webs just, all over, all over. Um, mm-hmm. well, Hey, uh, couple interesting things happening in the world of real estate uh that the realty brothers should probably uh mention um interest rates yeah they're still uh-huh. not great but no projections no. that uh that people are starting to uh to not just like oh hey somebody standing over on the corner says oh i think it'll be better but some actually real you know smart people making some very smart projections of what it's gonna look like right Right. Yep. So we should be seeing probably a you know a, a, a nice spring or summer. I think so. Um, so I don't want to overshare and overpromise, right, but right. you know this is something that I've really just been diving into ever since we started this mortgage company and trying to stay ahead of the curve on what experts are recommending. So every morning I have about a dozen emails from, from everyone you can think of and what they're seeing in, in the treasury notes and what's happening in bonds, what ha- was happening in the UK right now, which is just absolutely crazy. Um, but some more deep reasoning as to, to what, you know, there's always going to be those people out there, you know, screaming conspiracy and, and all this stuff's going to happen. This is another 2008 crash and, you know, everyone get out and like, and it, that's not going to happen. Okay. I don't yeah. want to put out predictions, um, but that's something you can say definitively. This is not 2008. So mortgage rates are high intentionally. This is what right. the feds are doing. And there's, you know, I, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to say that, uh, you know, the people in charge are not making all the right decisions all the time, but I, <laughs> I won't not say it. Um, there's, following different economists and and people that are analyzing the market all the time there's some really great signs happening right now even though even just from today to last week rates are worse right they're worse than we spoke last week um and it's going to be a challenge for a little bit longer we didn't say we're done rates could still climb the fed still says we're going to have another rate hike and we'll be prepared for that and it will not be a great next several months but what's really exciting to see, and I don't want to get too nerdy here, but if you do follow a lot of the the inflation data, is when they're they're analyzing year over year or year to date um, inflation, they're comparing to that 12 months ago every month, right? Every report comes out and it's comparing to 12 months ago. Well, when you look at the 12 months ago chart, there were months that were weirdly low for inflation, and when we're comparing against that one, and and lately we've been very consistent. Okay, we're seeing about the same. Uh, inflation rates for the last several months. Mm. And that sounds bad, but wait, when you say, well, wait a minute, when 12 months ago, it was really low and bad, and then now we're at this high level, it seems like, oh my gosh, we just had a huge jump. We didn't. It was kind of the same for the last several months. And we're finally getting to a point of having this high rate environment that we're now going to be comparing to a high rate environment. So, And what that's going to do is all of a sudden next month, and for the next several months, it's going to say, hey, inflation didn't raise as much, or or maybe even it went down. Like, it's possible to see what these numbers come in at. And as soon as that curve happens, that's what everybody's been waiting for. When that curve happens and we start seeing that consistent decline, then you're going to see the Fed ease off. And and once the moment they say, we're not going to plan the next rate hike right now, you're going to see rates come down. When they actually say they're ready to reduce the Fed rates, which will happen, then it's going to come down significantly. So um, I'll share, uh, again, this is not a a promise or any means, but something that we base the business off of is there are predictions here that based on where we're at right now, here in October, it's October, right? Yeah, it's October. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I did check. I'm like, that that felt wrong. Seriously, yeah. I don't even know what happened. Um. But here in October, we're thinking that in the next six months-ish, give or take a couple, we're going to see these declines that we've been talking about and waiting for for a while. We didn't know when they were going to come before, and now we're like, oh, we actually might be getting there. Mm-hmm. And what that means is, say, what do we, that mean? Does it mean in six months we're going to hit a target number? Not necessarily, but I do know the target number for a lot of experts is they think we're going to be seeing rates at or below five again which is going to be crazy. 
Nice. So, well, nice, but also insane. <laughs> it's well, yeah. And that's, you know, going to, I'm sure you can attest to, and we'll talk about the agents a lot with when yeah. we see that happen, there are so many buyers. We just yeah. went through two years of just a chaotic market, a yeah. strong seller's market, too many buyers, not enough houses. And the one thing that these rates have done is to try in trying to fight inflation is, is they actually just took some people out of the market and put them on pause. They're still yeah. looking to move. Our di- our our society has still changed. People still want to be home and work, and we still have a wicked short of of inventory. Mm. And when these rates come back down, that's going to get refueled and just take off again. So I'm excited. It's what we've been talking to clients about all year is these rates are not good, but I would not tell you to wait. Okay, This is actually a phenomenal time to buy. Like, what is that? How does that make sense? These rates are like the worst that we've seen in decades. That's true, which means you have less competition and more negotiating power and a handful of people that think that the world is ending in real estate and, and they better get out of their house now. Like, it's not true, but that's what yeah. people are going to think. And that gives a buyer an opportunity to get into a great situation because if you wait until those rates come down, everyone else is going to be trying to buy that place too. So... Yeah, fantastic data. I could nerd out over this all day, and I know we don't have time for that. Um, I'd love to chat more. I'll definitely chat more with our agents about it. And if we want to sit down and look at the charts we look at and read some of the data, um, it's it's really exciting, um, for me at least. But uh, I do think we're about to hit that point. We still might see a, a rough few more months, but we're we're getting close. We could go up a, up a little bit higher, but we're getting close to, to getting over that, that curve and it's starting to come down. And when that happens, it's just going to snowball. And we could see the gr- say great uh, solid rates that we were waiting for where the market really should be, which is going to be in that four to five range. Um, that's going to be the average for the market and give great opportunity for buyers and fuel fire. But, uh, you know, realtors buckle up. Come spring, summertime, it's going to be a wild market again. And nobody likes that. Yeah. And if I can just take a quick braggy second, um, our agents have been kicking butt and taking numbers. They have been doing so well as this uh, market has changed, uh, partly because uh, you and I and the rest of our leadership team have had continuous conversations in our uh, in our weekly sales meetings or bi-weekly Elevate meetings about what's coming and what that's going to mean and what can be done to uh, continue to best serve buyers and sellers in the market. Um, and to educate them, right, that this yep. is temporary. Um, and so uh, I just got the uh, uh, the Minnesota Realtors uh, report uh, for September that showed, um, for example, one of our, uh, every single uh, market, they break it down into several different uh, markets, the state into different markets. And um, uh, every single one that we're in had year over year, decline in uh in the number of sales okay closed Hmm. closed sales um and yet every single one of our offices that are in those markets have a year over year uh increase sort of (laughs) i'll say that with a slight caveat um increase in gci increase in sales volume some of them increase in sides uh or down in slides a hair, but for example, like our Mankato market was down 0.7% in number of transactions, which is pretty much, they did the same. I mean, it's pretty much the same. Uh, and yet, um, the market, according to Minnesota realtors is down 12.8% in that same time period year over year Mm. there. Um, so that means we're, we're taking a bunch of market share, right? Uh, because we're uh, even though we might be down at here too, we're not as down, and that means we're uh, we're picking up business where other uh, realtors and other companies are scratching their heads a little bit, going, "What just happened in the market?" Um, and it right. kind of goes back to, and I say this all the time, and I probably even just said it in our last podcast. I think uh, Dad always said, "Don't make excuses for the market; just be responsive to it." And uh, right. and I think that's one of our great philosophies. Hey. I have headlines. Do you? you yeah, you got to play the uh, audio from a past podcast because uh, I'm oh, yeah. bored. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, here we go. 
is weird news that make you go, what? <laughs> Did that work? <laughs> that was good. That I, was good. I thought you said you changed that every time. Uh, it was the same one. Yeah, apparently. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. The, what right, I meant what to got? say is I can never remember what I do. I, it's oh, just, gotcha. It's done. I liked also, it better this time. I was tempted to say more energy. Uh, uh, never mind. I'll save it for I'll save it for headlines next time. I've got a good. I've got a better. I've got a better one. Okay. Okay. Um, this okay. I'm just going to start with this first one because it's going to drive you in, insane. Because remember, the rule is great. I only read the headline. Okay. These baby right. names are banned in America. Dang it. Now I want to know, <laughs> but we can't. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Wow. So we don't. We won't I know thought... what baby names are banned in America because I can't. I can't read the article. I just banned. Why would you like? Ban... You cannot. I've name heard some crazy this. names. That's not true. I don't even know what the article is. That's just not true. Well, you okay, can I name might your... come back and click whatever into you it want because I am curious. Um, okay, this one. At first, I kind of like giggled, and then I went. This is like, this is how, this is how the news reports in Marvel movies. Hear me out. Okay. Massachusetts woman unleashed swarms of bees on deputy, deputies serving eviction notice. I heard this this morning. <laughs> I heard the story on KDWB what? this morning. Yep. Yep. Do you want to know more about it? <laughs> <laughs> so apparently okay. it's. It was like a, like this, this really nice house, a one and a half million dollar Massachusetts house, Massachusetts, okay. right? Uh, yeah. And and this renter has been refusing to get out of the property. He's served eviction and has been refusing to leave for two years, two oh years. Gosh. And apparently, this lady is a friend that of his that was on his side. And so when the police showed up to finally get him out of there, she is a beekeeper. She's put out one box of bees, hit it with a bat to get them all aggressive. And it was actually like a big deal. Like several officers got stung. Some were allergic. Some ended up in the hospital. And so she is, uh, was arrested, uh, in her beekeeper suit and charged with assault on, on officers with, I think with a deadly weapon or something or or like something like that. That's crazy. Wild. Yeah. Just heard that this morning. It's crazy. But you know, like in Marvel movies, when they they like show fake news, right? Like, you know, like fake movie uh-huh. news, not like Trump fake news, right? But I mean, like, like uh, a woman unleashed a swarm of bees, but really she's got magical powers or something. Anyway, so <laughs> right. that, that's where my swarm of bees talk like. attacks town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this one I thought was cute. A Houston suspect tells fast food employees. It's his first robbery. And then he leaves empty handed. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is my first time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's cute. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, A Washington woman gets stolen car stuck in fresh concrete with her child and a bottle of whiskey. Mm. So at least she had something to do while she was stuck there. In in the car or like. Or like the baby and bottle of whiskey also got stuck in the concrete. Oh, good question. Yeah, see, they didn't mm. use the Oxford comma in that one. That could have come mm. in handy. Mm. Dang. Uh, I, I'm not making this up. I don't go searching for these, Brian. I really don't. All right. Okay. All right. Florida. I was just going to say Florida. <laughs> uh, yep. Tried to infect first responders trying to save her. With HIV. Like. Oh my goodness. What, what is wrong with people in their brains? In Florida. And how? <laughs> don't know. And uh, how, like what in the world? I don't know. It's just, just weird. Um, man in clown mask wielding a samurai sword uh, robs a Poconos convenience store. So that's just got to be a sight to see. Um. And then one that really just, for some reason, got me giggling really hard uh, when I read it. (laughs) Because I hope hope she's laughing now. But anyway, the firefighters free a sobbing woman 
after she gets trapped in a massage chair. I d- How do you get trapped in a massage chair? <laughs> and she's sobbing. And I, I hope now she's like, well, that was silly. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah. And then at some point we should really look into these uh, baby names that we can't name. Maybe that's like a whole segment next time. What are baby names? I was, okay, so I was thinking use? about that whole time. I wonder if it's like titles. Like you can't name your, your baby's first name Doctor because that would just be confusing. Oh, yeah. You know? I still I, I still disagree, though. I think you can do whatever you want. Why can't um, you name your baby? You know, you I'm not going to go into reading it all right now, but um, that's maybe that's maybe for next, because now my curiosity is definitely peaked. Or, you know what? I could just post the article on facebook.com slash the realty bros and you can check it out for yourself. yeah cool only for patreon members perfect <laughs> Dude, we don't have perfect patreon. oh mail me two dollars we're literally you can get the arg- nobody, Brian. <laughs> oh oh i'm sorry i thought you guys would get past that by now when you've got yeah. 59 episodes of not sponsored i'm like what's you know let's let's look at the look in the mirror here for a second well you know, if I can really get real and deep for a second, all, right. all of these, all of these companies. I mean, we've done Starbucks, Delta, Quick Trip. We've done Quick Trip several times. Um, mm-hmm. Apple, all the time. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. all the great products that that sponsor our lives. All the great companies that we love. They're already getting it for free. We're talking about mm-hmm. them all the time. Yeah. It's true. They don't need to buy the cow. They already got all the milk. Isn't that how, something like that? Anyway, huh. moving on. Uh, so, so so we stop that segment. We stop doing sponsored, not sponsored, <laughs> and then they'll just come running. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Hey, it's been a while since you've mentioned Delta. Uh, can we fly mm-hmm. you somewhere? <laughs> sure. All right. Well, um, hey, we're just about at time uh, for our uh, for our lovely episode. Uh, but okay. Brian, I think uh, you had uh, a couple more thoughts. Thoughts? Anything yeah. specific? No. No, Speaking but you did put me on the hook. I want to talk about uh, a, a great program that's available right now. So we were talking about high rates earlier. Right. And, you know, the challenge right now, and yes, they're getting better, but it's still a great time to buy today, right? right. And yes, you can just eat that cost of the higher rate for a little bit because guess what? Come six months, eight months, nine months, 12 months, I don't know exactly, but somewhere in that time frame, you're going to have a good refinance opportunity. So right. this is the message we're talking to clients all the time. In, oh, sorry, phone's ringing. Um, uh, Brian. <laughs> it's, I know, I know, I know, I know. Rookie mistake. Um, there's going to be a good refinance opportunity, and, and yeah. your ability to negotiate right now is going to be better than we might see for a while. Yeah. So a fantastic time to, to look, and if you find the house that you're in love with, go after it. Don't worry about the rate. It's not important. You're going to talk about that not-so-great rate that you got for six to nine months. Who cares? This is your family home, right? This is where you're going to spend hopefully the next couple decades. So anyway, but that doesn't mean there isn't things we can do now, okay? So one thing that we talked about with our agents last week, um, and that I have several clients taking advantage of right now, strictly because it's a great negotiating tool, um, is the temporary rate buy-down. So it's something I wanted to touch on. I look at it as both a fantastic opportunity for buyers, but also an opportunity for sellers where in this, I think, kind of short period, if you're needing to sell right now and the market is just not as hot as it was, you can also take advantage of this temporary rate buy down to attract buyers to your house that nobody else is offering. So. It can work on both sides. So what is this, right? This is not paying discount points. That is, I actually, I'll say on record, I do not advise doing that right now. We are so sure that rates are coming back down. Why would you pay discount points to get a better rate today? Like, ooh, I paid six, eight, ten, twenty thousand dollars in some cases to get my six percent rate today instead of the seven and a half I was being offered. Why? Don't do that. It's going to be lower than that in six months, and all that money you paid was wasted. You're going to refi anyway and do a better rate. So don't do that. Don't pay discount points. Um, but what a temporary rate buy-down is paid for by seller concessions, and that may be shocking to people because we went through a crazy few years. 
seller concessions are a thing again, right? We're not in this no concessions, no inspection, appraisal guarantee market anymore. Okay. It's back to this. It's, I wouldn't say it's fully a buyer's market. Um, but I think it's more even because there is still inventory. Um, there's it, there's still, I mean, there's still a shortage of inventory, but there's a little bit more available and now things are, the days on market is just starting to increase a little bit. And that always makes people nervous. Mm-hmm. So anyway, temporary rate buy down is, is paid for by seller concessions. And what they're doing is pay, basically paying for some of your interest over the first couple of years. So in a typical two, one buy down, you're, the buyer is going to get to enjoy a interest rate that is 2% lower than whatever interest rate we selected for their first year. And then in their second year of their mortgage, they have a 1% lower. And then on the third year, they get back to the normal rate. So for easy numbers, okay, today's rate, we'll say it's 7%. If we can get the sellers to get pay concessions towards this buy down, then in the first year, the buyer's rate is 5%. Well, that's great. That's big improvement. And that first first year, they get to enjoy these lower payments. But then come that 13th month, it goes up to 6%. And I honestly believe the market's going to be way better within the year. So we'll probably refi by then. But even if we don't, then you get to go to 6% and you're still below where the market was. And it's not till that third year that you're back up to that 7%. So, and that is from the seller prepaying for some of that interest for you. It's basically held in an escrow account saying we're prepaying some of this interest. So therefore the lender can let you get cheaper payments for the first couple of years. So mm-hmm. there is also a one O buy down in case we can't get the enough seller concessions to pay for all of it. But um, I've seen some great things recently. You know, one of our agents actually has, I have a client with right now that I said, you know, we talked about seller concessions and doing this buy down. And um, this agent just went after it and said like, well, we need, you know, we need roughly 2%. It's going to be a little bit less than 2% for this particular buyer um, for their buy down. So why don't we go ahead and ask for 4%? Hmm. And they got it. They got it. They, they they went below ass. They got 4%. And, you know, there's really just a great seller too. So it's like a great transaction. They wanted to help out. It's, a, it's another VA buyer, which I always get excited about. Um And so they're going to be able to help out with closing costs, help out with a temporary rate buy down. Everybody is happy. They're getting a price they're happy for. You know, they still had crazy appreciation for a few years. So while I say they went under ask, it's still a good deal. Um, Yeah, for sure. So it's it's just a fantastic setup. So this buyer is going to be like, hey, in your first year, you're buying a bigger, nicer, more expensive house. And your payment is almost not going to change. It's a little, little bit higher. And they're just blown away by that. And then I also, you know, through uh, some of our tools, HomeBot and, and some other things, yep, yep. we'll be staying in contact with them. So the moment the market makes sense for them, we can keep track of that. You know, if they're at a, you know, they're paying 5% still and the market's at six and a half, well, I'm not going to tell you to refi. But if we get back down to like, we're actually at a 5% and your true rate is 7%, let's lock it in. Let's do this. Let's save you some money. And there's one thing that I did not share with agents yet. Um, in our meeting. Cause again, I, I could talk about this all day and I get like three minutes to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing I didn't share yet, um, it's not with every lender. So just putting that out there that it's, you can't just reach out to anybody and everybody to say, Oh, Hey, I want this too. But if you're with the right lender and the several people that I have doing this temporary rate buy down are going to have this opportunity is that again, this is an escrow account. This is prepaid interest going into an account. So when that time comes, definitely sooner than two years that we decide, I reach out and I say, hey, clients, uh, it's a great time to refi. We've been keeping track of this for you. Uh, Great time to refinance. If they haven't reached the full two years of this buy down, there's money left over. And the lenders, yeah, the lender, not all lenders, but some lenders and the one that we're doing most of these deals with, um, is going to bring that, give that back to the client somehow, right? Huh. There's a couple different ways that they set it up. Some will will allow it to go to some closing costs towards um, the refinance. Um, another lender allows it to go just to a principal reduction for the refinance. So, it's not, but regardless, you're getting that money back. 
Um, but again, I did. I have also found lenders that say, oh, if you refinance, then too bad. So you have to be very careful and talk to your lender about who you're doing that deal with because they, they're not all the same. But awesome opportunity. Again, if we refinance in six months, that could be thousands of dollars. Yeah, that that's will amazing. come back to the buyer somehow. So it's a fantastic program. And the last thing I'll say on this, because I know it's going long, is that it is a seller tool too, right? If you have a house sitting on the market and it's not moving, a lot of you know the knee-jerk reaction sometimes is like, oh my gosh, we're listed too high. Uh, let's Thanks do a price reduction. To the Let, let's, let's drop ten thousand dollars on our price and see if we get episode, some bites. And us by I, I question that, and I would say, well, how about instead of that, of course, your five-star you reviews are always greatly appreciated. A temporary rate buy down. Check us out on Facebook okay. and on Instagram. A typical two percent, you know, the majority of our markets, until you get to a five hundred thousand-dollar price point, the temporary rate buy down would be cheaper. Send us a message at the link in the description below. Message us on your favorite social media platform drop 10,000 or save money sellers and give the buyer an opportunity to enjoy lower payments in this high rate environment. That is something that will make your house stand out. You can put it right in the agent, agent remarks and even sometimes public remarks on the MLS to say sellers are willing to provide 2% concessions for a temporary rate buy down. Now, when they're comparing your $400,000 house to the $400,000 house down the street, the payments on yours are cheaper. Like that's yeah. amazing. So it's a yeah. really cool tool. It's not something that will will last forever, but it's just a great way that some of our wholesale lenders are attacking this frankly not great rate environment. Right? It's these are not fun rates, but there's ways that we can get past it and just get prepared. So in six months, nine months, twelve months, we'll be back in contact with these clients and say, Fantastic, great news. You yeah. have the house you love. You took a little bit of time with a not great rate but we got you a rate buy down so you didn't have to pay it anyway. And now let's lock you into a real mortgage you're gonna be happy with for the next 30 years. I love so, that. This super is, cool program, I love it. This is the creative stuff that is putting, uh, that is, it, it really separates good-ish good agents from great agents and good-ish lenders from great lenders. And uh, you know, it it's, and and it's these times that that really showcase the separation, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like um, yeah. the uh, I I slaughter this so many times, but it's something like uh, hard times create hard people, and hard people create good times, or hardworking people, or something. Hardworking people yeah. create good times. Good times create it, right? And and we're we're getting into a harder ish time, and that's when those people who have the mindset of of success and relentlessness uh succeed and they and they really show their their superpowers um right in in wrapping up i will say uh you know for me i've said it in a lot of these episodes i i really believe in the power of mindset and um and i i want to you know as we as we end the episode here i want to i want to part ways with uh, with a, a thought um that a negative mind will never give you a positive life, right? Because Absolutely. if you're focused on the negative, if you're focused on interest rates right now, if you're focused on the market and the fact that, you know, listings are down and the number of people, you know, calling and saying, please sell my house or please help me buy a house, that's down. The phone isn't ringing and I'm just negative you won't have a positive life um, because of your own negative mind. Um, your you are your biggest obstacle, right? Uh, and so, uh, talking to you, Brian, just now, you know, uh, I hope that there's realtors listening and going, "Oh my gosh, that's what I should be recommending to my seller is temporary rate buy down, not yeah, let's reduce the price again and see what happens because the amount that they right. reduce it." Uh, right. is not going to equate to the same savings for uh, the buyer or, the, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, so this is a, a phenomenal tool in the arsenal. Um, exactly. And, and I hope, uh, you know, obviously we're always, we're always for our agents. We're always for our, our people, but we're also not always, always through just them. You know what I mean? Um, right. I have agents from other companies call me sometimes and they're like, Hey, so what, what, what would happen in this situation? I'm like, 
have you talked to your broker? Well, they yeah, didn't. exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I, I get I, them all the time too, and I'm sure you know you do too with uh, with lending. Yep, and definitely. So if you have any questions, you know, you can reach out to us on our Facebook page or uh, or anywhere. Yeah, it's a great tool. You know, just to wrap up again. It's it's truly your sellers can net more, your buyers can pay less, and then when the purchase price stays higher, the agent also makes more on their commission. Like nobody is losing here. So it's right. a fantastic tool. Um, little teaser for next week. You know, I'm going to talk at their uh, our next uh, Elevate meeting. I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about down payment assistance programs uh, and why nice. I don't like them and why yeah. they're terrible. Yeah. Okay, and I'm going to terrible. That's a, that's a strong word. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about some other ideas and ways that you can save money, use more conventional programs that are easier to get your deals won, and maybe have you ever? Man, I know you've heard of. Um, a three and a half percent FHA loan, right? That's yeah. pretty standard. Yeah. Um, and then conventional, you can go down to three percent, right? Um, but what if you could do less than three percent? Less than three percent on a conventional loan, getting all the benefits of that appraisal and the attractiveness. What if it was a hundred percent financed? Then it's I possible. Would tell you to make... take me house shopping. Oh, yeah, it's not for you. <laughs> But for somebody else, there's a great opportunity (laughs) here, and I'm I'm excited to share it with everybody. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, Until next week, uh, keep your your mind positive, and positive things will uh, will surely come to you. Feel free to reach out to us. We're on all of the platforms, uh, and uh, we would love to Mm -hmm. connect with you. Um, and let us know what you would like to hear on a future uh, podcast or or ask some questions, and we can share them right here on uh, on the air the next time we're on. Yeah, I love it. Good as always to chat with you. Yeah, likewise. All right. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Make it a great week. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to the Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And, of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below, message us on your favorite social media platform, or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com.